Radio Maria England presents The Morning Show. Hello everyone, this is Helena with Radio Maria England and today is Monday, January 18th. I was about to say Tuesday. No, it's Monday still. Still Monday. And this is Radio Maria England's morning show. And this show, the idea of it is to bring in priests, uh, lay people, uh, leaders of different parishes and let them come on and tell us all the beauty and wonderful things that they're doing in their parish or in their diocese or in their area or organization. Um, and it's also an opportunity to have some games with the listeners. And it's also an opportunity to speak to new mus- music artists and different folks from England and the UK and their new music. Today, 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 I have with me Father Philip John from St. Philip Howard here in Cambridge. If you don't know, Radio Marie England Studios are in Cambridge presently, and we have been enjoying growing our community with volunteers from parishes such as St. Lawrence, from Our Lady of English Martyrs, and from St. Philip Howard. Oh, what a beautiful church they have, and what a gentlemanly priest they have. Welcome to the show, Father Philip John. Thank you very much, Helena. Can I call you Father Philip for the rest of the show? Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So, Father Philip, can you, uh, I'm not going to, how how has everything been so far at St. Philip Howard this year? We were into day 18 of 2021. How's it been? Um, it's quite difficult now because uh, because of the lockdown, the number of people who are coming to the parish is reduced to 30%. When we are in the middle of the lockdown, uh, we got almost 50%, but after the Christmas, it has reduced in a great number. So, uh, but people are bring, coming back, hopefully, and they'll be back to the church by Easter. I hope so. Me too, me too. We uh, uh, So I attend St. Lawrence and just because of all the logistics and the safety and everything, we, uh, Father Simon has decided to close to public worship. So at least you're still open and going. <laughs> so well done with that. Bravo. Yeah. Has... It, uh, oh, we ahead. have a, a lot of people from different communities. You know, we have almost... Uh, uh, 24 nationalities at St. Philip Howard. So the people are different, so they would like to come to church, pray some time. So I didn't want to close the church. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Father Philip. Thank you. We have um, some of our volunteers. G- uh, Sylvia Pizza, she does the rosary with us often. She attends St. Philip Howard and she, she, does, and, oh, she does thank and feels very blessed by such a beautiful parish and such a beautiful team there. I believe you've got a, a deacon as well. Is it Deacon John Bell? Is he with That's you guys? Right. That's right. He was a professor in one of the Cambridge University colleges, but he helps me during this time when he can, especially on Sundays, uh, then on weekdays as well, because uh, we have uh, late mass, that's at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, on Wednesday and Friday, for those who are not going for work, uh, those who are retired, because I don't want 
then to get the COVID, so they, they feel very comfortable to come to the church. I get almost 30, 35 parishioners who come for the Mass on Wednesdays and Fridays. Most of the time, John will be there uh, for that Masses. Oh, that's wonderful and so thoughtful for having the Masses so that you can, you know, space out the people, space out folks so that it's safe. Clever idea, Father Philip, clever idea. Yeah, um, I felt it like that because uh, the, the people, those who are not going for work, they are afraid that they will get the COVID from those who work at hospitals or some other places. But if they are alone in the place, then they feel more comfortable. You're right. You're absolutely right. Now, speaking of which, I believe you have you, you were saying that you've got loads of different international communities that attend St. Philip Howard. And I believe yeah. I've been told that you're Ciro Malabar. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Ciro That's Malabar. Correct. That's correct. Ciro Malabar. Now, that community is growing at St. Philip Howard. Can you tell us a bit, a bit about that community and how they've been able to bless St. Philip Howard? Uh, yeah. I think most of you who listens to me today morning may not be aware about the Sarah Malabar community. As we, you know, there are 23 autonomous Eastern Catholic churches in the Catholic Church. That would be a new idea, or you might not have heard about it. The Catholic Church is communion of different churches or different, uh, um, different churches, especially the Eastern churches as well. You have one Latin church and then you have 23 Eastern Catholic churches. And the Siddhartha Church is one of the greatest among the Eastern churches in the Catholic Church. And uh, we believe that St. Thomas the Apostle came to Kerala, that's in India, in the year 52 AD, and um, he started uh, to have small communities. We believe that he started seven and a half church uh, in Kerala. And that's how uh, we have that tradition, the Catholic tradition and faith uh, from the early beginning of the church. And uh, by the year 2000 and 2002, uh, a lot of people from Kerala migrated to Cambridge, uh, Cambridge and also England, because most of them uh, are nurses. And uh, there, there was a, a, a migration of nurses during that time, not only from the Sierra Malabar community, uh, from the Philippines as well. So if you go to the hospitals, you will find so many Filipino nurses, so many Kerala nurses who are working very hard with the community here, not separated, but they are part and parcel of the UK, especially in the health service. Um, and in Cambridge, we have almost have more than 100 families, not people, 100 families, um, where we have um, uh, three masses every week, uh, one on a Sunday, uh, one on a Wednesday, and sometimes on, on Friday as well. So we have the Sierra Malabar Masses uh, at least twice in a week, sometimes thrice in a week. And on Sunday, we have the Mass at early morning at 7.40 at St. Philip Howard. And uh, we have the catechism classes as well for the children. Um, the children were coming to the church before the lockdown, but 
when the corona started, we couldn't do that. So they have the Google classrooms, uh, which the, the teachers are doing. We have almost 20 catechism teachers uh, to look after the children for their catechism. Amazing, 20. Oh, yeah. wow, well done, well done. Good job, St. Philip Howard, well done. <laughs> because we have the catechism from year one to year 10. That's our tradition. So you need two teachers for every class. So we have 20 catechism teachers. Uh, that's that's, that's uh, amazing, that's amazing. Do they, so is the, is the catechism, is it is there anything different for those catechism classes with the other catechism classes or is it just spoken in a different language or is there cultural is there any differences uh, uh, most of the children are born and brought up here so most of them are not familiar with our language our uh, national language or our local language that just would be called malayalam uh, but uh, some of them can understand so we do the catechism classes in english uh, but the classes are much different from the Latin, Latin class, uh, catechism classes, because it's, uh, you know, either Eastern churches, their liturgy is based on uh, either salvation mysteries. In the Latin rite, uh, the liturgy is based on the uh, feast of the saints, uh, but, but our, our liturgy is based on the, the salvation mysteries. So, uh, we have the catechism classes starting in year one, which will tell you about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And then uh, they will move on to uh, oh, each one, what they are doing, how Jesus saved us, and then to the church, then to the sacraments, then to the Holy Mass, uh, then to the confession. So. It's all related to their lives. So it takes almost 10 years. When you reach up to year 10, uh, you will be able to know something about church and your faith and have to leave that faith. That's so beautiful. Do they, do they still have like the first communion? Does it happen at the same time or is it at different ages than the, um, the, East, yeah. the Western? Into Latin? our tradition, we have the first three sacraments, that's uh, baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist are given together. Uh, so actually we don't have any first Holy Communion, but we do a solemn celebration of communion. Uh, because when you are a child, you are baptized and you are given the Holy Communion and also the confirmation. I think that was the uh, old tradition in the Catholic Church. Literally, it, it was separated even from the Latin rite. But yeah. still, we keep the original tradition of giving the sacraments of initiation together, the baptism, confirmation, and also the Holy Eucharist. And what age is that? How old are they usually? You know, whenever they are baptized, we give both all these sacraments together. So it's like a baby or? Yeah, it's, it's when they are oh, a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But when they the get... solemn celebration of the Eucharist is done, especially their confession and the holy solemn celebration of Eucharist is given when they are in year four, after mm -hmm. then they finish the year four. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then, so your, for, for your youth group, 
so I'm a little bit familiar with your youth group because I, I help with the youth group at St. Lawrence and we do, um, we pair up with your youth group a lot. Um, Deacon John Bell helps with that. Um, does the, does the, do the two groups, the Latin group and the the Eastern group, do they meet up at that same age and talk about like the different, their yeah, confirmation yeah. and stuff? Yeah, surely, because uh, they are part of the parish, not a separated one. Uh, though we have a separate liturgy, uh, most of the people, uh, the people come for different masses according to their convenience. As you know, some of the parents has to go for work and some of them yeah. have to stay at home. So the, uh, if they are free to come for the morning mass, they come for that. Others come for the Latin rite. So we are part of the community, not a separated one. Um, but you know that... Uh, uh, we have a diocese in the UK, the diocese, Saramalba Diocese of Great Britain. Uh, I think you might have heard about it. It was uh, established on the 28th of July, 2016. And the Preston has its cathedral in Preston. So mm -hmm. we have the diocese as well with all the Saramalba community we have almost 72 parishes, 72 communities in the UK now. I love it. I love it. And I, you know what I might do? <laughs> I might, if if things go better with, if we open up a bit more, I might have my, my confirmation group this year. I think it'd be really nice if they went to a mass, uh, an Eastern Rite mass at St. Philip Howard. Would that be okay? Would, would that be all right? No problem. No problem at all. We have the live streaming masses now. If you go to the YouTube, you can find it. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, probably we will start the masses in English as well uh, in the year 2021. Probably by the middle of this year, we will start the English mass rather than in Malayalam. Oh, thank so you. So you will be you. you will be able to understand it a little more better. I love it. I love it. Oh, look at see. There's many things to look forward to in 2021. Oh, and I'm going to let you share some more, but we're going to take a little bit of a music break. And yeah. I think this is appropriate, uh, as your church has so many international folks there. Uh, this is Marty Hoggins' hymn, All Are Welcome. Enjoy. And stay tuned for some more from Father Philip from St. Philip Howard's in Cambridge. Let us build a house where love can dwell and all can safely live. A place where saints and children tell how hearts learn to forgive. Built of hopes and dreams and visions, rock of faith and vault of grace. Here the love of Christ shall end divisions. All are welcome, all are welcome, all are welcome in this place. Yes. 
Oh, that was All Are Welcome by Marty Hagen. And this is Helena with Radio Maria England. And today, the, the morning show, I've got with me Father Philip from St. Philip Howard in Cambridge. Thank you again so much for joining me, Father Philip. Thank you very much for inviting me today. So I have been teasing our listeners all morning about the amazing new shrine you have at St. Philip Howard in the garden. So take us back in time. Yeah. What, tell us what it is and why you guys built it. Okay. Before just moving to that, I just wanted to say a few words about the Nigerian community as well. We have a lot of Nigerian. <gasps> yes, yes. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yes, please do. Please do. Please do. Yeah, we have a lot of Africans from different parts and uh, they are working, some of them uh, in the IT field. Uh, some of them work in the offices. So uh, we, though a lot of people are not coming here, I think uh, as at uh, St. Lawrence's, they have a big community, but our community is also having uh, the Nigerians and the Africans community as well. Um, they had a mass, I think two years before here, when one of the priests from Nigeria came here. So they also sometimes get together and we have the Italian community, though they don't have any special masses. So it's a mixture of so many people at St. Philip Howard. 
So it's very, very good to be here as the parish priest. And with regard to, so now I am moving to the uh, the story about our grotto, the new grotto. Oh, grotto, even more official. Yes, tell us, tell us. Yeah, um, you know, we had a small grotto uh, near to the church, which was facing to the car park. But during the lockdown, um, our parish helper, that's uh, Livia Dale, she wanted to paint out the statue of Our Lady. So she took it for painting to, to her house. And during the lockdown time, I was working most of the evenings in the car park rather than going out. I was working in the car park. And a few days, two very little children came to me and asked, Father Philip, uh, where is the statue of Our Lady? I know that most of them were not coming to the church, but sometimes they used to. But I understood that they were watching or they were seeing the statue of Our Lady and praying in front of the statue. So all of a sudden I thought, why can't we make it a big shrine or big uh, place or to pray, especially during this time of pandemic when the churches are closed. Uh, people, those who are walking through that way, they can at least see the statue of Mary uh, even if they don't come to church, or if they are last Catholic, uh, they can pray Hail Mary. There was another reason for that. Then I came here as the parish priest. There was a cross which was fitted to the wall of the church. And uh, later I took it and uh, placed it on the east side of the church. And I made it a statue there. You can find it if you come through that uh, in, the, in the east side of the church, you can find a crucifix. Uh, and I have, I have seen that the people, uh, those who are not coming to church are praying in front of the crucifix. So I thought that would be a good idea to have the statue turning to the road so that people those who are passing through can see the statue and say a prayer or say, Hail Mary. So that was the, uh, the idea behind building a new shrine there. Oh, beautiful. Uh, I love that it was two young people that you that helped spark that idea. Is that? Oh, is yeah, that yeah, that's true. That's two very young, young girls and boys, two, uh, two of them. Yeah. Oh. With their, they were walking the, with their parents because of the lockdown. They couldn't go anywhere. So they were walking with their parents and then they asked me about the statue. So that's how I thought about it. Oh, our youth are so, so good. Uh, listeners, I, I, I go on and on and on about it. But we have such beautiful young people and that want to help with our parishes. And here's another example. Even if it's not physically doing it, just speaking and sharing their ideas is so beautiful. So I've got, if you look on the St. Philip Howard website, you can see a photo. I believe, is that you, Father Philip, blessing it, the new grotto? Uh, yeah, might be. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And it, I can see Mary, and she is beautifully painted. Well done. And the grotto—it's it, really, really, really nice. It, the main thing is that it—it it, um, it was. I could build it only because of the contribution that the parishioners made, uh, from small amount to big amount, and the man who built it, that's Andy Carolan, uh, he's 
in his 80s and oh. uh, he did it, he did it freely he didn't uh, he didn't oh. buy any money from the church he was Beautiful. doing all the work for more than uh, more than almost two months time and the people those who were helping us so uh, either even if they gave something for example the concrete the work they have done they have reduced the amount to half of it so we could finish it without much hazard. So that was a blessing actually for the parish. That is a blessing. And now you've got that place outside where it's safe and where you can congregate together or by yourself to pray and take a moment. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. True. It means that you need not, even if you don't come into the church, even if you're passing through the, the way, uh, you can stand there a minute or second and say, Hail Mary, or just at least say hello to Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and she's smiling back at you. And Jesus is too. It's a nice smiling Jesus. That's nice. I like smiling Jesus. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I, I always like the statue of Mary with Jesus because according to our tradition, you can't have a statue of Mary without Jesus Christ. Because Mary always tells you to go to Jesus and right. to do what he tells you. So... Mary without the statue of Jesus is, we can't think about it in our tradition. Mm. That's why I, I always love the statues with uh, in the child Jesus. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Are there any plans? So you've got, you've made an outdoor grotto during the pandemic. Well done, well done. Are there any plans for, let, so we've got Lent coming up in just a few weeks. Are there any plans for the parish to do anything else um, uh, to uh, out, we, outreach? We have just started to plan it, how to do, especially the Way of the Crows. Usually we have the Way of the Crows on Fridays in the morning uh, after the Mass and in the evening at 5.30. We were doing it every year uh, for the last so many years. It was like that. And uh, we are planning to do it some, something different this year where people can get together or so thinking about it. And I don't know uh, whether they have the people and Deacon John and the seminarian will be able to do it in a better way this year. Oh, stay tuned to Radio Maria England. Father Philip, will you keep us in, informed with how it's going to be so I can share it with our listeners? Uh, yeah, sure. We will have the Way of the Cross. And on, on Thursdays, we have the adoration after the Mass uh, for an hour. So uh, you, you will be able to know what the things are going on at Senate Power. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've got, we've run out of time, Father Philip, but thank you so much for joining me here on Radio Maria England and our morning show. Could you, uh, it, this might be finishing the show, but might be starting everybody else's day. Could you lead us in prayer for the end? Sure. Thank you very much for inviting me to just touch with you in Radio Maria. And wish you all the best for all the work, great work and dedication that you all do in Radio Maria. And I want to wish everyone who listens to me the peace and joy of Jesus Christ today. Wherever you are, whatever work you do, may the day be blessed. Let's, let's do a small prayer for everyone. Yes, please. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you have given us. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us together during this time of the great pandemic. We pray for all those who are suffering with COVID, cancer, with all kinds of mental stress and physical illness. Please provide for everyone in their need. 
We pray for the doctors, nurses, volunteers, and all the family members who dedicate themselves as friendly workers. Please provide all the children in their need. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us. Please help us to love you and live with you all the day of our life. We offer our prayers to the intercession of Our Lady Walsingham, as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with you. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Holy Mother, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now us. and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you again. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Father Philip. Have bye a bye. great day. Bye-bye.